technology. Welcome to Every Day It's Macaroni. I'm Joy Alford Brand. And I'm Julia Connell. And we're the hosts of Everyday Macaroni, the podcast. This podcast is a look at the lighter side of life, where we talk about our adventures as a modern blended family. So sit back, relax, and prepare to have your funny bone tickled. Well, hello, listener. We have entered a new era at Everyday Macaroni. In this episode, Ron joins us briefly as we talk about Dun dun dun! Al and Lita's shiny new smartphone, <laughs> and the ins and outs of giving a smartphone to your elderly parents. It turns out that Al wants to do what all the cool kids are doing, including getting a Piper Cub tattoo. Let's jump into the discussion, starting with Juliet and I singing a duet for your listening pleasure. Yes, I love technology. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only part of that whole song I know. Yes, I love technology. No, no. It's love technology. Oh. Yes, <laughs> I love technology. <laughs> We're talking today about your parents getting the iPhone. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, so that is the big news. That's, That's the big news. It. It's mm-hmm. it's official. Mm-hmm. Yep. A smartphone user has been born. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it was a good idea? Because I'm still on the fence about it. Eh, I could care less. I mean, not that you care or not. but Uh-huh. Yeah. You heard it, listeners. <laughs> Julia doesn't care. I, I don't care. You know what? You only live once. Go ahead and try it. If they don't like it, they don't like it. And they can go back to their whatever. It's not like a tattoo. Yeah. It's not like you can't erase it. Is he still wanting to get a tattoo? Oh, that's right. I think, first of all, we have to explain what we're talking about. So he's 84, okay? Your 84-year-old dad wants to get a tattoo. Yep. Mm -hmm. He wants to get a tattoo on his arm. I thought you were going to say on his butt. (laughs) Of an airplane. Really? Not grape ape? Because grape ape would be great. (laughs) A piper cub, I think. Oh, yeah. His baby. Mm -hmm. He wants to get a tattoo of an airplane on his arm. Yep. Having never had a tattoo before. Nope. Being not the tattoo kind of guy. Nope. Nope. And now he wants one. I don't know. I think he would if the girls would talk to him about it. But I think I've scared the girls off enough. I said, listen, he's got diabetes and he's got heart issue. So I don't necessarily know that they'd want him to to get this done. Because with diabetes, you don't heal properly. So all those little bits might not heal and the whole bit. So, and then on top of that, when you get a tattoo, obviously you're open for infection. So that's not good for someone who's having heart surgery soon. We should get him. Fake ones. Maybe get him a henna tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) What Eh. you should do is get the length of his arm tattooed like a runway. (laughs) And then the airplane is landing on it. Oh, God. I was really surprised when he said he wanted to get the tattoo. That's like the time he said he wanted Ken to take him shooting. Oh, yeah. Ken said, yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah, but that's the time him. when he really is going to need a pair of steel-toed boots. You know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> Better make sure Ken has good life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> now there's rangers there. What, like in the park? 
No, sure they have good like life insurance. In <laughs> inside the shooting range, you there are certain little like closet things that you go into, that you walk into, and there's a range. I don't know what they call them, range boss, whatever. There's a guy there, and he's watching you, mm, just in case. <laughs> just in cases. Well, so far, and we don't want to anger the Apple gods here. We mm-hmm. really don't. But so far, the iPhone experiment is too new to call on whether or not it's a success. I am worried about them having it in the car, using it as a GPS. I'm worried about that legitimately. Uh, They're really not going to use it. No, he'll use it. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why he wanted it. Uh, Well, okay. But How bad can it go? I yeah. mean, they could always uh, call Everybody us. could die in a fiery crash. It's not like he's gonna. She is. Oh, my God. You know? Juliet. I know. It's not like he's going to be driving watching the phone. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if they end up in Virginia, oh, they can oh, give us oh, a call. I see what you're saying. On their you're iPhone. Saying, you're saying it's not like he's going to be watching the phone. She's going to be watching it. I thought you said it's not like he's going to die in a fiery crash. She's going to die in the fiery <laughs> crash. <laughs> I think she'll, he'll be looking at the phone. Yeah, me too. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because he <laughs> likes gadgets. And for him, this is a gadget. Yeah, I know. But he's not, I mean, I don't know. Well, listener, what do you think? You can weigh in and let us know. <laughs> because I'm curious. Inquiring minds want to know. Well, look, you can't, they're not, they're not five. No, they're so 85. <laughs> they're 85. And at some point, we have to ha- let them make decisions they got to learn as sometimes. As stupid as they're going <laughs> to be. <laughs> you can't bubble wrap them and do everything well, for them. I mean, they are adults. and True. They, they do want to do stuff that other people, that they see other people around them doing. So mm-hmm. at that point, you just like, okay, you got to let them go and do it. Mm-hmm. And if I get a call at work saying, ah, we made it to Pennsylvania, we made a... A right turn in Albuquerque somewhere and ended up. <laughs> wow. You're as good at geography as I am. Yeah, I don't think Albuquerque's anywhere near there. But I know. <laughs> don't you remember that cartoon? What was it that cartoon say? Make a something. Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so, something about a right turn in Albuquerque. But I think that's in New Mexico. Yes. Albuquerque's yes, in New is Mexico. The, is the capital of New Mexico, isn't it? What? Well done. Huh? What? Huh? You're the pilot. You're the one with all the geographical and direction experience. Because um, everyone knows geography is not my strong suit. I'm mm-hmm. not good at it. Or science. Or math. <laughs> <laughs> but I can write a book report with my eyes shut. <laughs> I'm not good at math. I'm not good at science. I'm not good at... <laughs> okay. Let's go back to the beginning of this story and see how the iPhone situation got started, shall we? So this is the phone. It's very complicated. Uh, you guys are not going to be able to use it. No. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and there's, no, I don't there's want the camera. Complicated. Well, there you go. That's the end of that. <laughs> My opinion. I always can learn. Go ahead. I don't know. Kill sure. yourself. So I think before you learn how to use this, yeah. you need to learn how to use the iPad in touching things and moving. It's the same exact thing. Turning things on, you know, swiping. It takes a lot of practice. So if you want to keep it in practice 
And then once you're good, maybe you can make it a phone. But until then. My mother texted Caitlin while we were out. And she's like, Mom, look. And I look at her text and it's from my mother. Dear Caitlin. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, okay. What did it say? I told the girls, I said, hey, listen, we need to get them to practice. So every day, text them just once. So she had a picture of a little fawn. So she had it. So she's like, oh, might as well send it. So she sent it to my mom and she says, hey, mama, look at this baby fawn. Isn't she cute? And then, dear Caitlin, I'm so happy to text you. I hope everything is good. And I like your little baby deer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a little backstory. They've had a cell phone for years. Oh, yeah, yeah. An old flip phone. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. We started them off with a jitterbug. Ron and I got him a jitterbug maybe. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, even know you they had a jitterbug. years ago, six or seven years ago. Yeah. They had a jitterbug for a little while, but. Oh, I, I guess I never saw that one. I don't know how much they were using it. They weren't. <laughs> that was the problem. And yeah. so for some reason, and I don't think your dad liked the phone. Because mm. here's the thing. He likes gadgets, and he likes having the level of gadget that the young people around him are using, like the gadget that's cool, right? Oh, yeah. So for him, Mm -hmm. that jitterbug phone was like telling him to put on Depends (laughs) and giant hearing aids (laughs) and stumble around with his walker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So for him, he's like, ah, no, no, not this phone. I want that sleek new bells and whistles phone that all the cool kids have really no different than the high school students (laughs) that i work with i mean they all want the latest and greatest they all want what everybody else has so if everybody else had a jitterbug i'm sure that they would be (laughs) totally okay with the jitterbug however the rest of us are all using iphones the girls use iphones and your father-in-law and yes, and my father-in-law uses an iPhone. So And he's the same age. Right. And so that I think is a hard one to swallow. Now your dad has never mentioned that, mm. but your father-in-law would routinely at Monday night family dinner mm. whip out his iPhone and ask one or all of us to help him with an issue. Right, right. When he right. was still coming to family dinners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's part of the issue. Mhm. Now, a few years ago, we swapped him out and bought him a prepaid track phone. And oh, yeah. it's not a smartphone. It's just a flip phone. Mm-hmm. Then he's got to get used to a new phone. He's using it as best he possibly can. He takes it with him when he goes places, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. But all of us have tried to contact him on that phone at some point or another. And But you know what? To the older population out there, I totally sympathize with you because those phones are not user-friendly which phones the flip phone that he had it's not user-friendly you have to hit a plus you have to hit a minus in order to continue it's kind of like me going onto the fax machine and then hitting edit and then go no hitting menu right first you have to hit menu then you have to hit the up down button and then you're guessing to see how the hell am I supposed to take out this double-sided off of this fax. So they're not user-friendly. Well, now, wait a minute. A flip phone Mm. looks more like a regular phone. They have that 
phone that is a cordless phone and it oh, has yeah. the keypad yeah, yeah. right on it. Right. Now they're going to have to go find that phone icon on the phone itself. Right. But that's not genius that even the three-year-olds can I find the picture. It's a picture. It's like playing match when you're four years old. Okay. Match the telephone with this other telephone. Match the envelope <laughs> with the other envelope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more user-friendly. There aren't little gadgets to get you to go somewhere else. There's no menu. I hated cell phones at the beginning. I had a huge Motorola cell phone. I had the original Motorola flip phone. Ah. So it was like the thickness of a brick mm-hmm. <laughs> when mm-hmm. you shut it. And then and I remember you had to plug it in to your cigarette lighter lighter mm-hmm. the lighter in there well what was this juliet 1970 <laughs> <laughs> it was 19 it had to be in the 80s 95 no no 96? no it had to be before that no it really was i nah, didn't get that on. job until 1991 and they gave you that big giant cell phone yeah because before then i had a beeper <laughs> And then you'd have to find a payphone. Yes, people, there were things called payphones. And then we'd call in and see what the issue was at work. I mean, that was even before email. Okay, listener, you know there's got to be some serious fact-checking going on here. The first telephone pager system was patented in 1949 by a guy named Alfred J. Gross. They were primarily used for doctors starting in 1950. Now, cell phones started becoming popular in the mid-90s, and beepers mostly fell out of use. But, of course, we still have beepers today. Like at restaurants, for example. Who isn't familiar with the famous Panera buzzer when you're jonesing for that bowl of broccoli cheese soup? Am I right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Now, Motorola introduced the first commercially available cell phone in 1983. And while Juliet implied that payphones are no more, in fact, there are still about 100,000 of them in use in the United States. How about that? And if you need to call 911, you can do it for free on a payphone. If you're lucky, that number will be written on a sticky note and taped to the handset, just like Alan Lita's flip phone. (laughs) Still makes me laugh. Technically, a guy named Alexander Bain invented the technology that led to the fax machine in 1843. Now, the actual fax machine as we know it today was developed in 1964. They are still in use, but it'll probably cost you six bucks a page to send one from your local office supply store. Wah, wah. Last but not least, while email was invented in the early 1960s, it was mainly used by institutions like tech corporations, the government, and universities until 1995 when standardization on platforms like AOL, Hotmail, and Yahoo allowed anyone to get an email address. And the rest is history. Yahoo! Still, old people in technology. Oh, yeah. It's tricky. Yeah, now, not only that, I think they get overwhelmed. So it took me about two hours to go through the entire phone. And did they remember it the next day? They remembered what (laughs) I wanted them to remember. So really what I wanted them to know was how to make a phone call and how to receive a phone call. And I showed them how to use their camera. Here's how to take a photo. 
Here's how to do a video. That's it. Then Ron went in and puts on the email address, puts his Google, put this, put that. Then he goes over the whole phone. I'm just like, <laughs> dude, yeah, now they've just forgotten everything you just said. And then on top of that, everything I taught them how to do. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I continue to text them just to make sure that they're still using that feature. device mm-hmm. and that feature so they don't forget. Ron had some good ideas about the cell phone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it's important now you keep the, the phone in your pocket and it'll count how many steps you have at the end of the day. Yeah. And then on Monday we can all critique it. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, aren't you glad you asked for that phone? Now he can track your every step. What you need to do is attach it to the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. Great idea. His dog was with us. Yeah. God. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to track his every step. Well, that is something I could turn on now. I've got the ability to share my location. Oh, there's (laughs) another thing. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Honestly, I had done that for my father-in-law because he had gotten into a car accident. So I got on his phone and before I gave it to him, you know, I shared his location with me so that this way... If he ever said, oh, my gosh, I've just gotten hit by another car and I've had an accident, I could see where he is. Or he had a period where he would get a little bit dizzy, right? And he actually fell and was in his, luckily he was in his parking lot. Of course. I, Here it comes. <laughs> of course, every once in a while, I would check just to see you know, where he was and, it, oh, he might be home or whatever. No, one day I checked and he was <laughs> like having he, lunch. He was, over, he was over at the local barbecue place. <laughs> What's thought, worse is when he was at the bakery. Oh, yeah. Uh, getting I, donuts. I had said, so. And he's diabetic. <laughs> what was, what did you do today? Oh, nothing. I just stayed home. I said, really? Because I don't want him to think that I was looking. It wasn't something that I did normally, but it just so happens, right? And I said, you know, I got a text from a student that works over at a bakery and said they saw you. And he was like, what? How many people do you know? <laughs> Everybody. I know everything. I know it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. He would routinely uh, sneak out of the house and go scarf a bear claw or whatever. Yeah, that was pretty much the first and the last time I ever did that again. I thought, well, you know what? Next time I use it, it's because he's giving me a call and saying that, hey, something happened. Because at that point, I was like, okay, that's not worth it. All right. Back to the iPhone discussion. Well, they had the flip phone, and during the pandemic, the next leap in technology Mm. was in order for us to still do Monday Night Family Dinners, we got them an iPad. Hey, that's why I got them the phone, because my dad begged me to get him the phone, right? So I said, the only way you're getting a phone is if you start using that iPad, because the iPad looks just like the iPhone. Right, and functions the same way, too. And functions the same way. So I told him... If you can text me on that iPad, right, or answer the phone through the iPad when I call, I'll get you the phone. And he did call. And now, granted, he was texting me at like 10 o'clock at night. And we all know that I'm like comatose. A, a coma. <laughs> I'm in a coma by, you know, by 8, 30, 9 o'clock. But he did make an attempt. 
So I let him have it. And you get a free phone if you add a line. But the questions, well, how do you do this? Well, didn't I just say? Or, and y- you feel like you're constantly testing them. Okay. I do think it's funny, though. Your mother had this to say about it. So here we are. We're talking in the kitchen. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing because I thought of you, Papa. Did you know that we've been treated like kids? Oh, my God. Oh, we're being treated like kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're treating us like kids. They mm-hmm. keep repeating themselves. You know, like, okay, lesson is over. Here's your homework. <laughs> you need to text me and Caitlin tonight. And then tomorrow, you've got to call Aaron. Okay. Can can we write that down? Yes, write it down. But don't write anything on the phone. Because I know their last phone, they had on a, like, a sticky pad. Oh, yes. 911. I'm like... <laughs> Do you, you know, if you ever got in trouble, how do you call, uh, how do you call the ambulance? Oh, 911. Then why do you have it written on the phone? <laughs> Actually, I have a picture of that. I'm going to put that. Yeah, on, for sure. On our Instagram like, page. I, I just don't, I, I don't get that. <laughs> it's so like, funny. Not only is it like a sticky note, it's like taped on there, like really taped on there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just like my father-in-law. He has a cane, right? Mm-hmm. And what does he do? He takes, you know, those mail, return mail, you know how you get return uh, your return address, uh, like yes. if you give to St. Jude's or mm-hmm. whatever, they, they give you send stickers, you right. stickers with your name and address on them. Well, he has a bazillion of them, right, from all the places where he gives, you know, donations to. Well, he's got an entire drawer of those. So what does he do? He takes his walker and he sticks one of those on there because God forbid, you know, just in case it got lost or he left it somewhere. Like I don't or even know how that would happen, it. right? <laughs> Uh, then it's got his address and his phone number on there. That's a a scandal at the nursing home. Somebody's uh, stealing walkers. I know. (laughs) I know. Just like his cane. He's got this old wooden cane and he uses it and he puts his (laughs) his sticker on that. Like, right. I I don't get that. Well, during the pandemic, we bought them that iPad so we could FaceTime to have Monday night family dinners. Yeah. And that went over like a lead balloon. The iPad? Yes. That was very, very difficult to get them to use Ah, without being right there. Oh, yeah. And just because we only have the one listener, I feel as though this is an intimate sort of audience that I can say. My parents would tell me before Ron would (laughs) sign in, oh, my gosh, are we doing this right? Because what I would do is I would call them ahead of time and walk them through logging in that was probably every single week every single week just before I would say hey log in you right and I would walk them through logging in to FaceTime now not for nothing it is a pain in the neck FaceTime when you hit the button that you hit last week you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't right and I'm hitting it And then I'm going to hit it 20 other times because it didn't work the first time. Harder and harder. Right. Right. And as I go, I just hit it harder. (laughs) At one point, I just wanted to beat my head up against the table because it took forever. Mm -hmm. Because we worked with them and worked with them so much so that Ron came back and said, hey, can you help me with this? And I actually wrote a little pamphlet. 
Yeah. yeah FaceTime yeah, yeah. for seniors to mm-hmm. help your parents be able to use the iPad to FaceTime. Attention Kmart shoppers. We've come to the part of the episode where I give a shout out to myself for writing and self-publishing a non-Pulitzer Prize winning literary masterpiece called, you guessed it, FaceTime for Seniors. Do you only see the top of your grandma's head when you are FaceTiming with her in Idaho from your California bachelor pad? Is your boomer dad in Florida hanging up whenever you try to add him to your weekly family iChat? Send them a copy of my large print book, FaceTime for Seniors, and watch your communication conundrums disappear. You can find it wherever you buy your books on Amazon.com for a bargain basement price and have it shipped directly to your oldie but goodie in no time flat. Now, get out there and get talking. You'll like the way it makes you look. And now, back to our podcast episode in progress. Well, and it works for the phone, too, because they're so similar, similar you know, right. that, that you can use the phone, mm-hmm. too. Ah, uh, listener, this takes me back to the days of the pandemic when we attempted, with only moderate success... To continue the tradition of Monday night family dinners through the FaceTime app. Well, what what I find funny is that sometimes when we would catch them, like so during the pandemic, I'm sure that everybody out there can understand how many people were on some of these family Zooms, right? We do Monday night dinner weekly, so I'm sure it doesn't happen weekly at some people's houses, but even for holidays, we did it for holidays. It was yep, Christmas, uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving, and, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and whatnot, right? So we did it then. <laughs> mm-hmm. There were times where we would all be on there, we're all talking, and then all of a sudden, my parents would start talking But they weren't talking to the rest of us on FaceTime. They were talking to each other. And what had happened was (laughs) (laughs) that their Internet went out or wasn't fast enough. Right. The rest of us could see them and we could hear them, too, which was the funny part. And they are looking at each other. Well, one, we, we could only see like half of my dad's face at any given point. Right. Because they just didn't. They, they didn't get the concept of centering themselves in that in the camera right through that little square in like the right hand corner or whatever. Exactly. Right. We'd always say, Hey, look at the cam look at the little little square. If we if you can't see yourself on there, we can't see you either. So my dad was like half uh, of his face. We only saw him through the pandemic half of the time. Right. <laughs> right. Half of the face, half of the time. And then my mom would be talking and talking and on Zoom or FaceTime, your little little square, right, lights up. So it's trying to get you. But then if somebody else talks over you, so you either have to be louder or faster to get the box moved Which, that's over a to common you. common competition in this family who can oh be louder or faster. I know, right? Like we need another <laughs> communication, Incentive. right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, another variable to be competitive, right? (laughs) Just like, geez, now we're competitive on another platform, right? right? So their internet would go in and out all the time, right? Or it was slower. So they were like, oh, we lost everybody. Where did everybody go? So on their end, they wouldn't see our faces anymore because we were, you know, we were all... (laughs) on you know live or whatever and and you could see all our faces and all of a sudden we went out so the first time it happened they thought that we ended the conversation right so we since then had to 
kind of let them know that that was because their internet was extra slow. So they had to wait, wait it out. So it's buffering. Right. It was buffering. So in the meantime, (laughs) I'm going to tell you, it was like watching little kids that didn't know they were being watched and they're doing something stupid. (laughs) Right. Because now my parents are on FaceTime and they're talking to each other and going, oh, oh, what, what? What happened? Everybody left. Oh, well, did you notice uh, this or did you notice that? Hey, well, I can't believe you wore that. I don't understand. I do Stop touching that. I'm going to the bathroom. (laughs) And then he gets up and leaves. And then she's like, la, 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 (laughs) passing away the time. (laughs) And the rest of us idiots are all sitting there. And instead of having a conversation, we're all looking at them. Like how they are reacting to the fact that their their Wi-Fi is like buffering their face. Well, they just didn't understand. And they didn't understand that we could still hear them. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, they did catch on at the very end. So at the end of the pandemic, boy, they were getting a little smarter. They're like, oh, I think they can hear us. <laughs> so, oh, you can't make stuff like this up. It's I so good. I was like, oh, brother. <laughs> Go ahead. I know you're out there. <laughs> she went off. <laughs> huh? What? She went off. There's no Juliet. There's no you. I hear. Well, it Who might be the where? internet. Yeah. Maybe. Who is where is she? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see mom and dad now. I guess they went off. Uh, we see both of you. this little thing removed from my face and the doctor like scooped it right and put a little band-aid on it was it your twin (laughs) (laughs) did it have hair and teeth (laughs) it was my brother (laughs) yeah i had something removed from my face (laughs) no but so i i had gone to the dermatologist and had a little thing scooped off right and she put a band-aid over it and so it was like a little round band-aid it's not a big deal right and there it was that monday and (laughs) We're having Monday night family dinner, and I don't know if this one, if we recorded this one or not, but your dad's oh, like... Oh, wait, I think I remember that. My dad <laughs> did say something, but it was during his intermission. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> While they were buffering, wasn't it? During the intermission? I can't remember if it was or not, but he's like, oh, you got something on your face? Or something like that. He's pointing. Oh, she got something on her face. I I thought like in my. What happened to your face? (laughs) I think in my head, I think it was like during their little buffering intermission that my dad turns to my mother and he goes, hey, did you see what was on her face? Did she have something on her face? Did she? What? What was that? And I was just like, "Mm, it was just a brown patch. (laughs) Oh, brown patch brown patch brown patch oh step away from the brown patch this is not the time this is not the time gray eyebrow no but it's so funny 
because I could hear him and I could see kind of like the whole interplay between the two of them and the technology. And I'm thinking, I said, oh, no. And now it's time in the podcast for Juliet to rant. Stand by and cover the ears of any impressionable children or pets. For anyone out there that's a little bit older and you're trying to get that iPhone or whatever, I feel for them. I really do. I feel for them too. And, you know, my sister provided an iPhone for my dad for years and he could not stop himself from messing around inside that iPhone. He couldn't do it. He wanted to see how it worked and everything. But isn't that good? I mean, how did that end up? Well, it's good until he locks himself out of the phone. Oh, well. And there is that. I had to meet him at the iPhone store during the pandemic Eesh. at the mall to, Cooties. Cooties. Oh, yes, to get Apple mm. to fix the problem. Gotcha. He had a lot of difficulty with that phone. He ran over it in his car. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Dropped it in the yard, ran over it, couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine like a hundred years from now, people have what are those metal <laughs> like detectors right now, those metal detectors in there and they come across your dad's yard. Oh, look, it's an iPhone. Wow. That's like the fourth iPhone we find in the mud in the front of this. <laughs> right there where obviously there's some kind of badger family living there because <laughs> we, we're finding the, ba- the remains of badgers. So that was an issue. He would routinely butt dial me. All the time, Uh, at the strangest times, because he is a weird sleeper. He doesn't sleep through the night. Well, because he catnaps all day long, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, same thing with my father-in-law. He would say, oh, I'm not a really good sleeper. I've got some bad sleep. Yeah, that's because you fall asleep like Mm -hmm. five times during the day. Right. And then he gets up on his phone and starts messing around or doing whatever, and then he would call me. (laughs) And it was just crazy things like that. So I feel for anyone out there who has an older person that they're trying to Mm. help them use technology. It's it's tough. That's difficult. It is. And I mean, hell, it's difficult for all of us because technology changes continuously. So you think you got it. You know how it's going to be. And then all of a sudden they go and change it. And you go and get it. And it used to come with a set of earpods. And your charger, of course, because it needs to charge. Well, lo and behold, I go and buy my parents this phone, right? Or get the the phone. Not only is it an SE, right? So it's the bottom of the barrel phone. No, no. We can't give you a charger. Don't make Apple mad. Don't make them mad. I know. It's not like, no, no, we're not going to give you a... Let's give a shameless plug to the Apple Corporation right here. Yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) So it's not like they're going to give me a charger. No, what they do, they gave me the wire, right? They gave me the cord, but not the charger. And you're like, where am I supposed to plug this in? Kind of like, you know, now you're buying cereal. You're still paying for the same box, right? Except the box has now gotten smaller. (laughs) You're like, Mm -hmm. do you think that we're that stupid? No, but we do want the cereal still. So we go ahead and buy it. I think Apple Corporation is going to shut your phone off tonight. Whatever. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. For a phone that used to have really good coverage, all of a sudden, I'm in the middle of the town. In the middle of the town. And then I got no service. And you're like, 
Oh, mm. and then you got to recall someone yeah. like, I'm sorry, I didn't hang up on you. I just lost service for some reason. It's just it's it's odd. Like forever it works until it doesn't. <laughs> and you're like, what? what just well, that's technology, isn't it? It's great when it's working. But when it's not oh, yeah. working. Pfft. Well, y- the funny thing was that I was online to get this phone right <laughs> to open up the new line. I had gone in early. It was like, I don't know. What was that? Like a Thursday at like. 11 so you would think okay no one's out of work you know i'm gonna go just before lunchtime there shouldn't be anybody i go in there and there's already like five or six people in front of me and i thought okay and that was it and then i looked at the line i was like there is no way that i'm not going to be standing here for the next three hours just to get a new line so I left so then I thought okay me and my infinite wisdom I know how this stuff works I do this at the DMV all the time (laughs) right Uh they open up at 10 o'clock you know you're gonna have people there open up at 8 30 for crying out loud I think we're having an old lady rant here I know I know (laughs) so I get in there I get on my line and it was like quarter to 10 so for 15 <laughs> minutes i had already three people in front of me right and the three people that were in front of me were older than me so i thought oh okay because this is what i hear my parents do all the time oh yeah you know we have a uh, an eight thirty appointment so we got there at seven forty-five. and you're <laughs> like what why'd you get there so early i don't know just in case they got paperwork for us to do Right. So they get there like an hour early just in case. And then they sit there in their car until they open the doors. Well, the funny thing is, is that when I'm working with like DMV or something like that, I do the same thing. I sit there in the parking lot and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, I've made fun of my parents for doing this for years. And here I am sitting at the DMV (laughs) before eight o'clock. But guess what? There's like five or six other people doing the exact same thing. So now you know you got to the parking lot, right? And what do you got to do? You start seeing, oh, someone's getting out of their car. Are they a person or are they one of the workers? And they're grabbing their bag and then they're grabbing other stuff out of there. So now you're in the car going, should I get out or shouldn't I get out, right? And then you're like, Okay, I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out first because there's already six people in the parking lot waiting for this place to open. So, you know, you're like you're running. So not only did you get there 45 an hour early, now you're like, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Sharking? No, (laughs) you're like stalking people. I'm like stalking. I'm stalking. You're a parking lot stalker is what you are. Dang. That's bad. Mm -hmm. That's That's bad. That's like when you know people are getting up at a restaurant. Because they're at the end of their meal, you kind of like hover. Isn't that horrible when you get there and you've got to hover? That's what you're doing. You're a a cell phone hoverer. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. So so that was my journey to get my parents a cell phone. (laughs) I don't know about the iPhone, how that's going to work out, but we'll see. Yeah. We will report back to you, listeners, Mm. when this whole thing plays out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been what? Uh, 24 hours an hour and a half no text back yet Mm. i don't know i wouldn't be holding my breath if i were you oh i i i'm gonna Mm. because next i'm gonna call them and say hey pick up the phone (laughs) well 
Speaking of telephones hmm. and new lines, I think it's time we talk to our one and only listener and explain to them that we now have a telephone number. Oh, yeah. So. So fun. If you want to call and leave a voicemail about one of your fun family adventures, then we're going to put the phone number in the description of all future podcast episodes and you can call and leave a little voicemail and maybe you'll be lucky enough to be featured on an episode of Everyday Macaroni. That's mm-hmm. going to be fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear some stories that out there. I'm sure they've got some good ones. Oh, yeah. It'll be nice to know we're not alone. Well, you know we're not alone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Raise your hand if you enjoyed Juliet's technology rants as much as I did. Um, be careful if you're driving, however. <laughs> Listener, we are all doomed to turn into our parents eventually. Sorry, but apparently it's inevitable. I'm just saying. Now, keep your eyes tuned to YouTube to see a Monday Night Family Dinner FaceTime video from our pandemic days. Also, don't forget to call us and share your family stories. You can reach us at 919-729-2043, and we can't wait to hear from you. So make sure you give us a call. This has been a public service announcement from the Institute for Brown Patch Removal reminding you to eat fiber daily and drink your Ovaltine. I hope you enjoyed listening and sharing a laugh or two with us. Stay tuned for more Everyday Macaroni adventures on future podcast episodes. And if you want to see some pictures of us, you can follow us on Instagram by searching at Everyday Macaroni or hashtag Everyday Macaroni. In fact, you should be able to find us on YouTube soon. Just search Everyday Macaroni on YouTube and our new channel should pop up. If you want to shop for some fun macaroni merch, head over to everydaymacaroni.com. Don't forget, if you have a blended family story to share, email us at info at everydaymacaroni.com and put the word share in the subject line. Your story might end up on a future episode, and how fun would that be? Finally, don't forget to give us a good review and download your favorite episodes. A share wouldn't hurt either. The more interaction we get for the podcast, the more episodes we can post. Again, thanks for listening. And join us for the next episode of Everyday.